Hello. Welcome. <laughs> oh, this this is going to be interesting. Okay. So, yeah, we I'm reading. This is so funny. Like, we're talking to imaginary an imaginary audience that we don't know if is ever going to listen to this. But, um, hello and welcome um, to seeing that. Um, <laughs> I guess we should introduce ourselves. I am Avril. Are we doing last names or just first name basis? I guess we can just do first name basis. Okay. We're cash. We're cash. Yeah, yeah. It's a cash po- podcast. Yeah. A cash podcast. Cash pod. Um, cash pod. I'm <laughs> Avril and I have always loved movies. This is a movie-themed podcast, at least starting off as one. Could morph, evolve into something else, but for now that's what it is. Um, and my best friend is Haley, who is a co-host on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. I'm Haley. Um, I, you know, Avril and I have known each other for, like, uh, I want to say, like, 20 years, but I don't know if we're... I think it's old. Maybe, 17. like, 15 to 20 years. Maybe 17 years. I think 17, yeah. I think so. I, so that's crazy and yeah just like Avril said we uh love movies but we've also been like you know in quarantine and everything and pre-quarantine I don't know for me like we've been getting really into podcasts and we you know with all the boredom that comes with the quarantine and all the stress and anxiety that comes with the pandemic we just wanted kind of a different outlet something fun to do um so this is our little project, um, and we're calling it Seen That, and it's just basically a podcast where we thought it would be fun to review movies, but movies that are, like, really popular or, like, classics or things like that that we haven't, one of us hasn't seen. Um, so the format of each episode is basically going to be that, like, you know, one of us will kind of act as the host, and then, like kind of interview the other person on what movie they watched that week and like why hadn't they seen it up until this point and you know stuff like that so um yeah we're gonna see if a lot of things hold up probably not but um (laughs) but uh yeah and I think um something else we wanted to mention was you know obviously we're just doing this for fun mainly uh for all the reasons Haley just said, but, you know, potentially this is something that we'll get more serious about, can become more, like I said, it can evolve into something else. Um, But right now it's it's just a creative outlet, an excuse to talk about movies we both haven't seen or have seen. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think also to get our hands a little dirty with some uh, podcast technology, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some uh, new software that, regardless, uh, is just good to know. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if we have any other goals. Well, and obviously, yeah, have fun. But um, yeah, I'd say that's it. Yeah, our main goals are definitely to have fun. It's so funny because we're not used to this. We did one te- test episode yeah. and <laughs> we're kind of like, should we just talk like we're just on a 
Zoom call together or like do we talk to this fake audience? So whoever may or may not be listening to this in the future, um, that's why this first episode may be a little rocky to start with. So bear with us, but we're going to get through it and it's going to be fine. <laughs> Just like we're going to get through this global pandemic. We're yeah, all guys, in this we're together. All, yeah, we're all in this together. <laughs> Hashtag high school musical. Um, <laughs> this is that, a work in progress, though. So yeah, it, it it might be a little rough through some parts, but hang on because it will be worth it. It will be a fun ride. Yes. So thanks for listening to our first episode, guys. Um, and this episode is brought frozen. to you by what. Sorry, what? I'm just kidding. You know, in this podcast, it's like, this episode is brought to you by Third I know. Love. We're, we are such amateurs. We don't have any sponsors. No sponsors um, yet. One day. One day. So, yeah, this episode is Frozen. We were going through a list of just really popular movies. Um, recent, old, of many different genres. But um, we kind of landed on starting with um, a Disney movie, a Pixar, or it's not really Pixar, but we were heading in that range and um, we landed on Frozen because Avril's never seen it, which I thought was wild. But also we kind of wanted to start on kind of a light note and, you know, just test the waters out. And also I just think Frozen is kind of a fun and just a lighthearted movie and I think it was just a cute fun way to just kick this off and get us rolling um so that's kind of why we picked Frozen if you know whoever's listening may have comments on this I have no idea but that's <laughs> why we picked this um so Frozen came out in 2013 which seems crazy like I yeah seems that's like a second ago, ago and also a thousand years ago um yeah. It was directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee, um, who have both worked on Frozen 2. And um, Chris Buck also worked on Tarzan and other movies. And um, Jennifer Lee uh, is now, I think, the creative director at um, Disney for, like, Disney movies and things like that. But um, she also did Wreck-It Ralph and Zootopia, which are, I've actually never seen Wreck-It Ralph, uh, maybe another episode. <laughs> Um, but Zootopia is pretty great. Um, and starring Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Josh Gad, and Jonathan Groff. Um, those are the main stars. Okay. So, Frozen. So why hadn't you seen it? I guess, like, it hasn't been that long, but I guess it's been seven years since it came out. So, like, why haven't you seen this yet? Great question. (laughs) So, I kind of couldn't believe that either, but now that I in prep for this podcast it's like oh yeah I remember it was everywhere seven years ago like Frozen was inescapable um it's kind of like the winter wonderland in the movie they're just locked in this frozen or whatever else is locked in the frozen castle bad joke um it partly at the time we were like freshmen in college which yeah, was a crazy time sophomore yeah I don't know. Um, Not that I was the only person busy in college, but I just think I made excuses for myself. Like, I don't have time. I've got schoolwork. I've got rowing practice. I've got other things to do than see this movie that everybody's talking about. 
So I definitely was like, it's overrated. Like, it can't be that good. Everybody's like freaking out about this animated movie. I think I was a little bit resistant to that and was just like, I don't need to see it. It can't be that great. And then I was just annoyed at how much people talked about it. I was like, oh my God, let it go. Literally let it go. Stop singing that song. It's annoying. <laughs> just let it out. go out of your mind. <laughs> like, yeah, let it out and never say it again. Um, <laughs> like, I couldn't let Frozen go, even though I'd never seen it. Um, and then the all the, you know, hype died down and I forgot about it completely forgot about it and like I love animated movies I love Pixar I love DreamWorks so like this was definitely something up my alley and I'm was a little like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like I'm sort of shocked I was so resistant to it but then I just out of pure laziness was just never it's like oh whatever I'll watch it later when it would come up in conversation or like with friends or whomever to be like let's watch a movie I would just be like uh like I'll watch it another time it was a mix of I don't want to see something that everybody's hyping up mm-hmm. and then just out of laziness of like, I'll find another time to watch it. But now with this podcast, it's like, I have no excuse. This is literally <laughs> the point of it. So yeah. I have to watch it. <laughs> Sorry to put um, you through that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, seven years, not too late, I'd say, but I'm sure for some people it's it's way too long, but... Um, I just think it's funny that I feel like this might be something we'll encounter, like, in in many episodes, but it'll just be... Like, I know so many people, specifically with Frozen, that if they hadn't seen it and then everyone was talking about it, like, they were just so turned off by it. Like, yeah. they just didn't ever want to see it in their entire lives. And I... I, I definitely get that with certain things, but I've, I watch too much TV and movies, so I've been the person that has come around on so many things that people, you know, go tell me to watch, mainly with TV, but um, I definitely, so I just think it's funny when people are like, oh my god, it's, it's too much, but I definitely, like, heard it specifically about Frozen, like, all the yeah. time, and people still, I mean, we're like, everyone just loves it too much. And I'm like, why is that a problem? Like, <laughs> Well, like, now that I've seen it, we'll get into it in a little bit. But, like, I now yeah. understand the hype and I understand why this was literally everywhere. And, like, all that people could talk about and sing about. But, yeah, at the time I was just like, this is no, like, totally judging it without having seen it. But, like, this is no Toy Story. This is no Wally. This is no, <laughs> right. like... Uh, comparing it to all the like you know Pixar animated masterpieces um but and now too it's like it's launched all these other movies like Frozen 2 and Olaf's Frozen Adventure and like none of them it seems like compare but mm-hmm. I think also too um I did hear from a few people at the time when it was out oh it's overrated like this is like I did hear that from people who had seen it they were like this is overhyped and not that great and not that original and should be getting the praise that it deserves. So that definitely did not mm. add like that literally like reinforced. It was like, yeah, I really don't need to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have different opinions now that I have, so we can get into that in a little bit, but that is why I have not seen it up until this point. <laughs> 
Um, and then my next like other question before we kind of get into like what you thought after um, is like what did you think it was gonna be? Like I always love hearing like how people's perspectives on things change even with you know movies, TV, and even songs. Um, or I know that sounds weird, but it's like you hear, you know, certain snippets of things or you just see little pieces and you're like, oh, I thought this was about, I don't know, something completely different. Or like, I thought these lyrics were totally something else when I hadn't heard the bridge yet right. or whatever it may be. Um, I just, yeah, I'm curious to know like what you originally thought it was going to be about, like before going into it. Were you like, oh, I think I know where this is going. Like, I, I got this. Yeah, I think it, it was sort of that. It was like, it's animated. It's, I don't know if it was Pixar or DreamWorks. or It's Disney. Disney? Well, okay. So, yeah. I think Pixar, Pixar is now under Disney. Regardless. Yeah, so Pixar makes their, like, own. There yeah. are ones that are, like, Disney Pixar but this one was like Disney Animation Studios and then there mm. were like Disney Pixar Animation Studio, which is confusing because right. a lot of them kind of look the same now. But um, right. yeah, a lot of the, a key thing to know that it's just Disney is that it's like pretty much a princess movie. Right. Well, I, no, exactly. And I think knowing that it like just from previews and then hearing people talk about it, knowing that it was a like a princess disney movie i was like all right well like i already know the plot you know some princess lives this idyllic life something bad happens and then like the rest of the movie (laughs) the rest of the movie is like trying to undo that spell or that bad thing that happened or like reverse this thing and like it'll be happy ending so kind of like I thought I knew the formula and knew there'd be songs involved. And it, from what I was hearing, I did right. not like the songs, hated Let Go, and I hated the Build a Snowman. They were just really annoying and everywhere. Um, not a lot of first thoughts other than just, or not first thoughts, but like impression without having seen it was just, it's just another Disney movie, another Disney princess movie. So like different characters, different settings, same plot. Mm-hmm. Same formula. Um, so, like, pretty cynical. And um, probably didn't give it as much credit as I should have. Um, even knowing I was hearing, like, it's more progressive. It's, like, different. And it was just kind of like, yeah, probably, like, through these songs. Or, like, maybe the humor is more elevated. Wasn't really sure what people meant by that. And now watching it, I'm like, oh, now I know. But I think that's still something to talk about and criticize potentially, um, which we'll get into. But yeah, um, um, yeah, pretty judgmental first, like first impressions. Did you ever? I had like had you ever listened to the songs at all, like fully, or like were you just like listening to people do them like at karaoke, or like had you ever like listened to the soundtrack? Not many people would have. I'm just curious. Because you no. also are, like, kind of into musicals and things like that. Okay. Fun fact, yes, I, I am. into musicals. Um. I, I am. Was <laughs> in many was in many musicals in my day when I did community theater. So, oh my shout God. out to 
You were Shout out okay. To I was backstage at one production in high school, and Avril. It was Guys and Dolls, and I forget Ugh. the name of your character, but Avril like stole the show the whole time. Like <laughs> you were in this like fur. Maybe it was faux fur. I don't know. Um, but this like fur coat as this old lady. What was the name of your character? I was it Guys know. and Dolls? Am I like making was, this up? No, 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 no. You're right. It was Guys and Dolls. Okay. Like you weren't, you're not making it up is what I mean. It was Guys and Dolls senior year, our senior year, 2012. And <laughs> yeah. one year later, Frozen was made. How crazy. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, I should know the name, but I played, cause it was like one of my favorite roles I've ever played, but I played the mother of the main guy. Yes. In the show. Mm-hmm. I was like the overbearing, overprotective mother. Yeah, and you're you had to sing like Moon River, or, like Swanee River, or something, and I was like, "This is fantastic!" <laughs> oh my god, I don't even remember that, but yeah, I did some crazy stuff. Um, um, anyway, sorry tangent, but um, <laughs> shout out to GRHS Drama Club. What? what? Uh, um, I'm gonna so yeah, hate I that just, I just did that. That's fine. We're gonna give a lot of shout outs. Um. But yeah, that's why I was curious if you had like listened to the soundtrack and or things like that. Cause even just with plays and things, like I know people listen to the soundtrack of like Wicked and they've never seen, oh, like I know it's a play, but it's just, you know, those things I'm like always curious about, especially cause you like were, are always into musicals. Good assumption there, but no. Never listened to the soundtrack, literally just heard. I'm going to come off like such a judgmental asshole. I'm, I'm coming off like such a judgmental asshole in this podcast already, but... No. Um, this, this is this I'm, is I'm, This is how I honestly felt, so being honest here. Um, yeah, had no interest in listening to the soundtrack. I think it was mainly like, I'm, the songs I'm hearing I don't care for, so I doubt I'll like the rest of it. And this is a kid's movie. Why would I seek out a kid's soundtrack? So I think it was a bit of, like, ego, too. Like, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I'm too old for this. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Which, like, doesn't... Shouldn't matter. Like... But I get how that wouldn't be the initial, like, appealing piece. You're like, oh, it's this kid's movie. I've never really seen it. Why would I, like, seek out the... Right. Um, soundtrack. I could, that's, that makes, that's totally normal. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, for validating me. Validating my 18 year old self. Feelings, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, so yeah, I guess we can get into like what your opinion was. What did you think as a whole? Like what, were you like surprised? Did, were you like pleasantly surprised or were you like, oh, this was like on par? Like, I, I don't know. It was pleasantly surprising. Like, Mm -hmm. again, I predicted that I knew the formula and that still holds true, but I do appreciate the nuances um, and the attempts to diversify the plot. And not that the cast is diverse, but um, (laughs) maybe maybe that's something we talk about later. But I just meant like... (laughs) It's not your. It's not a straightforward Disney princess story that like I thought it was going to be. So that I appreciate, and I'm always gonna find 
parts of animated movies funny just because they're ridiculous yeah it's great they, exactly like olaf i thought was hilarious so yeah like, i mean honestly he is probably the best part of that movie and like yeah i feel like so sidebar when my boyfriend and i avril knows david i'm just telling you guys when we were re-watching it last night we were like there are three things that like hold this movie together like Kristen Bell's performance throughout as Anna, yes, um, Olaf, and Let It Go, and Adina Menzel singing that song. Like those are the three like key elements that hold Frozen together. That like there are other good like sprinkles of things, but like I was like, oh yeah, these are like the main ingredients of this movie. That like key people like coming back and are just so fantastic, and that's why everyone's talking about it. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. Even though I still find Let It Go annoying. Oh, you it did? Was, <laughs> yeah, it's it's now seeing it in context. And I think I also didn't, like, I totally misunderstood Elsa before seeing this movie. I was like, she's an ice bitch. She's an ice queen. I'm mm-hmm. not going to like her. And I was totally... Like, Boy, was I wrong, because I totally, I like, totally identify with her, but I'm like, you're way more sympathetic than I thought you were going to be. So I think just knowing, like, feeling that, I was like, the song is, the song makes more sense, and it's not as annoying, and it's just in context, so, like, I can appreciate it more than I have ever before. Anyway, I feel like we can talk about Let It Go, like, on its own. Let's like, do that. I mean, yeah, let's go, <laughs> let's see where we'll this just be- takes us. Basically, just as a whole, I did like it a lot. It was really fun and enjoyable. Like, predictable in some parts, yes, but also unpredictable. And that was great, too, because I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it to turn out in that way in that moment. Um, so overall, I really liked it. I didn't love it. Like, I still hold certain animated movies in my heart very highly. Oh, Like, yeah. I, I have my favorite animated movies. It's not one of them, but it's very fun and like would rewatch. Mm-hmm. So do you think it holds up now? Like, I mean, it's not, it hasn't, I said seven years in the beginning, making you feel guilty about not seeing it, but I, it's actually, you know, it's seven years is not a long time, but you know, knowing how no. quickly things are changing now and like, you know, with certain other movies that we might dive into, a lot of things might not hold up. Um, what did you think about that? Like, d- does it, miss the mark in any way or like were there certain things where you're like ooh I sorry sorry <laughs> just thinking of you saying ooh <laughs> I can cut that out it's fine <laughs> yeah there's already several things I'm like we gotta cut this out I don't that like I said, god that I, that I said. just rephrase this whole question <laughs> that's the beauty of recording not live um oh, anyway oh my god I think it holds up more than it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean its overall message of sisterhood and friendship through sisterhood and through being related and having that love for each other as family mm-hmm. members. Like, that's timeless. So that's always going to be relevant. It's always going to be a crowd pleaser. And because it is two sisters, two females, not pining over a prince, not... Um, that's not the center of the story. It's not this love mm-hmm. story of two, of a man and a woman. It's a love story of sisters. Mm-hmm. 
that I think still holds up and probably will for a very long time. At least that's how I read the movie. So I think that overpowers any of the other smaller stuff that I thought didn't. So overall, yes, I think it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think I'd agree with that. I, and I was going to ask you too, like, I mean, you had already mentioned that you like identified a little bit with Elsa, but like I, you know, we all, I guess, fun fact, you guys, um, Avril and I are both, um, si- we both have sisters basically. So, yes. <laughs> um, I was just curious. Yeah. If you like, it's a kind of maybe an obvious question, but like, if you like related to that storyline, if that like made sense, their relationship in terms of like you know, one shutting the other one out, or maybe that's a weird question. I don't know. Maybe that's obvious. Like, you have a sister that, I don't know. (laughs) No, it totally does. (laughs) No, I I got it, though. Um, Yeah, and I think, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, I can tell, like, I'm identifying with this. I know Haley's going to also. I think anybody with a sister would. Um, Probably even anybody with a sibling would. Mm -hmm. But specifically sisters. Um, Yeah, I definitely saw parts of myself in both Elsa and is it Anna or Anna? Anna. Anna, right. They all have like Scandinavian names. Yeah. Sven, Olaf, Kristoff, Hans. Is there a Hans? The evil one? Is he the evil Yes. Okay. But I think I identified more with Elsa overall. Just like, like her, I took her literally icing, you know, like put like taking herself away from her sister, like literally icing her out, mm-hmm. like emotionally yes, but also physically, like I viewed that as like becoming a teenager and becoming moody and becoming very emotional and like unsure of yourself and just dealing with growing up, and that's usually in a way that can be destructive to yourself or to those around you because you just don't know how to handle it, and like I very much identified with that. Um. Not to get super deep here, but... No, let's go for it. I just, I, like, definitely had moments as a teenager, um, like, with my sister, where, like, we would fight constantly um, over, like, small stuff, big stuff, and sometimes I would know that I was being ridiculous and irrational, and yet, like, would just keep going, because I just didn't know how else to, like, express myself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so like, and then like realizing like maybe I am being, wow, this is really getting deep. My point is just that like realizing I was being irrational or just like very emotional, kind of like Elsa with her powers, which we'll have to talk about also, because that's something I have a question on. Yeah. Like the, this idea of like causing harm to a loved one is something I very much identify with. And so... That alone, I'm like, girl, I feel you, because that was something I struggled with and still do. Of just like, and by harming, I mean that in a very general way. Like, mm-hmm. however you wanted to find harm in the movie, it's like physical harm. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's it it's emotional. It's 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 interpreted in other ways for me, and so that was something that really struck a chord. Uh, was like, I don't want to hurt people, so I'm gonna literally remove myself from the situation or this place so that I don't do that anymore to them because I care about them too much. Yeah. yeah that's, that's my take on 
No, I mean, I identified. That's that's really good. And I, I think many people obviously can identify that and end with that. And it's, you know, not only about also like literally icing people out. It's like, um, how do you deal with, you know, uh, your inner, I don't know, monologue or, or whatever of like thinking that you know, you might be harming people or or things like that. Like it's, I think it's everyone kind of, especially with, um, growing up with siblings, like, you know, you can fight and say like really nasty things to each other. And like, how do you, um, you know, bring that back and, and not end up kind of in a, in an Elsa like place where she then has to, I mean, that's obviously there's magic and whatever, but how to, you know, for real life people, how do you like bring it back and, and not, um, kind of just internalize it. I think the biggest thing is like, she was basically internalizing all of this stuff and like not letting anyone know like her feelings and, and all this stuff. And, and that's like, I think one of the biggest lessons that obviously they, they touch on, but like, it's definitely like, don't internalize these things. Like, I think that's a really good lesson. Yeah, no, that's, I agree. And yeah, being open and honest with those you love, but people you care about, because if Mm -hmm. they love and care about you, they'll accept you for who you are. And they'll make the effort to work through the thing that you're struggling with to get to a better place. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm pretty sure this movie was made because the, one of the directors has two daughters and it was like to show them like your sister, like your connection as sisters is super important and like, don't ever lose that. Like, you know, mm. effectively like stay connected as, as you can. That makes no sense, but no, I, that makes, I, I, I don't know if we'll do a fact check for this maybe, but um, I don't, I don't know. That definitely could be a thing. I but heard I, that somewhere. But I could that be could wrong. be that could be a thing. Um, it could be definitely true. I want to hear um, other questions of yours of like things that you liked, lines or songs that stood out, things you like loved or things you like hated. You were like, let's get back to let it go or let's get back to the powers. Like I want to hear your like hot takes on this. Like ask anything, even though I'm not like a Frozen expert, but I just want to know. I all right, let's. Let's get right into it. Um, I'm so excited for this. (laughs) Is it ever explained why Elsa has powers? Okay. So I'm going to go on a a short tangent about that. Okay. No. And basically, (laughs) sorry, I have a whole like opinion about this because. This is the platform for that. I don't, I'm not going to give anything away about Frozen 2, because eventually, I don't know if we'll do an episode on that, you guys, but eventually Ooh. Avril might watch Frozen 2. Um, all I'm going to say about it is Frozen 2 is not my fave. Kind of was disappointed by it. And I bring that up because in Frozen 2, I feel like they tried to answer the question of why Elsa has these powers, and... Mm still never really got a clear answer to the audience, I feel. Like, it was a movie made for children, and, like, I didn't under... I, I like, didn't get it. So, uh, 
I don't know, but they like, I feel like that's the biggest <laughs> question in Frozen that after two movies, they still have not answered and they still have been like dancing around. That's just, I'm just going to let you know that. So no, we never really know why she has powers. We never like really know. Mm. Cause like, again, I sort of took the like, you having powers is you going through puberty and like your body changing and you learning things about yourself that you didn't realize you had. But it's like, Anna also grows up. So wouldn't she have them too? Like if they're sisters, wouldn't she also have powers? Like you could go down a rabbit hole with these, with, you know, this whole thing. Yeah. In the first movie, it's like not explained if either of the parents have anything. And in the second movie, it's like, kind of uh, I don't know it's it's a little weird and then it's not it's it's a little weird if it was like she was born into it or if it was like bestowed on her by like the forest I know that sounds really weird you have to watch the other movie to I like truly can't even explain it (laughs) well like the closest yeah sorry this just came to me unless her powers are a metaphor for being adopted. <laughs> Man, and... I will say in the mo- like, I don't think that's the case only because I've seen the second movie. Okay, but <laughs> or like she just has ice powers and they're not a metaphor. <laughs> but it's probably it's probably that. That's a good take though. If like Frozen Two, I'm only being a bitch about this because I saw Frozen Two and I like really have just. I just did not like Frozen 2 and I'm still upset about it. So I'm just still salty about it. Um, Well, maybe we can do a a follow-up episode. Maybe on our 100th episode, we'll do a a Frozen 2. Yeah. Anything that we do that has a sequel, we'll probably get to. We might do um, some franchises, you guys. But, you know, a lot of those have many, many movies. So we're going to try to, like, not have it be a... For Franchise example, like heavy. a Harry Potter podcast or something like that. Like, we don't want to yeah. only do one thing. But anyway, um, yeah, what other... Okay, so yeah, the big question, like, basically the clue here stanza I can give you from Frozen 2 is that, like, she was just born with the powers. Mm. They don't really... They kind of still dance around it in, like, the whole movie. And by the end, I was still confused. So, like, they never really answer that question. Just got it and that makes sense <laughs> because it's no that makes sense because it's disney they don't really need to answer that question this this is for kids they don't care she's got powers great i want to be like her for halloween you know like yeah these are things <laughs> kids are thinking about and like the fact that i'm like pulling at straws here to find a connection between like to try to find a metaphor with the powers and her being an ice queen is like just speaks to me like trying to look for something that isn't there. So No, but I think that speaks to you like being also like watching it like as an adult woman and being like there's more there. And like let's say if you were like in production on the on like let's say they never made Frozen 2 and you were like in that discussion, you'd be like let's explore this cuz like we never answered that question. I feel like you're like that's a really good like way to be and like yeah we're, we're gonna watch it and be like wait why didn't they like answer this but kids are gonna be like the snowman's cute like you know right oh <laughs> sven is adorable 
Yeah. Also, thank you. And Disney, give me a job because I could really yeah. elevate your movies. Please have Avril, like, give you an outline <laughs> on all your would-be sequels because I... Exactly. <sighs> Dude, Frozen 2, I, I don't know. <laughs> I will elevate that shit. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't miss something then with that, even though that's still kind nope. of ridiculous. They don't ever answer it, but it's Disney, so they can kind of get away with it. Um, what else do I have here? I'm just looking at my notes, everybody. So apologies for the long pause. I guess, okay, Duffy did not get the intro song, like, right when the movie starts. I'm I like, literally was gonna ask you and I was like, is I this the wrong up on it. But is, that, is this the wrong movie? Like, this sounds like a soundtrack from a different animated movie. So is that like some Scandinavian folk music we're listening to? Like, what is that? Okay, I... So glad you asked about that. Okay, so did you um like form formulate that question after the whole movie, and then you were like, "Wait, that thing," or did you like start it, and then you were like, "Oh, what's this?" Yeah, I started, and it was like, "What is this?" Interesting. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah, I I don't remember if I when I first watched it if I like thought of that initially. I think I like later was like, "Oh yeah, they like never did anything with that." Okay, my closest way to explain that to you is, um, you know how you were originally saying that you were like, you thought Elsa was like the ice bitch and you were like, I don't, I don't know about this. Um, originally they like got pretty far in the like development of this movie and they were like, the whole plot was like, Elsa literally was supposed to be evil and like, she's an ice queen and they like, like she's evil and like Anna's like the good princess. Then the people, this is like the story that is like rumors and like, I don't know if this Mm. is like really true. People can probably fact check me on this, but this was like what I've heard from, I don't know, different documentaries or whatever. Um, The two composers, I should have like given them the credit in this, but um, the two composers who wrote like pretty much all the songs for Frozen and Frozen 2 and like a lot of other things, they've won a ton of Oscars. Um, They, this husband and wife couple wrote the song let it go and so they brought it to like the production people and everything and they were like this is too good a song to not be in this movie but the evil character cannot sing this song so we have to make her good because the song is too good so they basically rewrote the entire movie around let it go and whoa yeah it's Kind of crazy. Um, so that's why some things I feel like, like with the first scene, I don't know, maybe that wasn't originally supposed to be the first scene. Um, maybe, I, 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 I don't know. But on many, a rewatch now, um, you can kind of tell where they like may have started or like where they were trying to take it in a different place or if we hadn't seen certain things before, you know maybe we would think that Elsa's evil. Like, and just certain lines that they have, like maybe they had before, you know, all these things where they kind of re-edited them, they kind of added new stuff and took out all the stuff of her being like evil and um, ended up with this movie. So that's kind of like what I know about that. But I don't, I don't like, yeah, I don't really know why they felt they needed to keep it in there other than huh. to like introduce 
ice <laughs> or introduce Kristoff. Like, what you, I don't know. It's such a weird intro. Like, it's really strange. Yeah. Well, and I, <laughs> just to be clear, I mean, like, the song, like, it's like the first song that you hear when it's like Disney presents. Oh, blah, you blah, were blah. talking about the ice song? Oh my God, you should have cut me off. I thought you were talking no, no, about no. The, the one where they're like, cut through the heart. Not that one? No. You're talking that about make- the like, na, 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 hey, uh, like that one? Yeah, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I, I truly was like, this is a different movie. I picked the wrong oh link. Um, I did not find this illegally online. um so i was like i picked the wrong movie somehow i clicked the wrong link but nope that was the right one i was just really confusing right off the bat like that threw me off definitely oh oh my god wait so you thought it was like you were like this is like some other oh yeah like i'm watching the wrong movie and then i'm like is it just like scandinavian folk music because it's clearly Mm. like scandinavian influenced yeah um but I have no idea. It's just weird. It it seems out of place. Yeah, they try to they they bring it back in the in Frozen Two, okay. um, and they try to like make it mean something. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just they tried a lot of things. <laughs> I was gonna say it seems like they tried really hard in Frozen Two to like pick up loose ends or tie up loose ends that doesn't sound like that really worked it could have they just never really tied it all they never like tightened the knot I can't like describe it they like started a bunch of things and sorry this isn't supposed to be about my saltiness about Frozen 2 let's keep but yeah that's so interesting that I thought you were talking about that other ice song what did you know i one? <laughs> i'm sorry i should have specified um no i just you were like the first song i was like oh yeah the ice one like <laughs> you were like no like over the cat over the disney castle <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think that's the other thing too yeah it's like well it's, it's it's because it's an animated movie there's almost always music so sort of hard to pick out which one but anyway sorry that made no sense we'll cut that out no Um, I love that that's like interesting that I wonder how many people are like watching Frozen for the first time and they're like what the fuck is this it's just it's just because it's the first like anything you hear like the first Mm -hmm. sound you hear and it's just like this doesn't seem right were you expecting I guess like I guess only because I've like I I've seen it and I know what it is. Like, what were you expecting? I don't know. Like, what were you expecting? Just like to hear? like an overture, like some oh, over okay. you know like recycled music from the movie that would get played out later mm-hmm. on in full force. Like, let it go, but like instrumental mm-hmm. or maybe yeah, some you know heavy flute piece <laughs> that leads. <laughs> Into the ice song. But just not that. Not a chance. So that, no. Kind of going back to like my like how I felt about it overall, I do appreciate that it's like literally questioned by characters in the movie. Like you were engaged after one day, or like you were gonna get <laughs> married to him, like after just meeting him. Like I appreciate that kind of like I don't know if it's meta, 
or if it's like tongue in cheek, maybe th- those are the wrong expressions. It's like self aware. Yes, yeah. it's self aware, and I appreciate the like poking fun at like Disney princess movie plots past. Yeah, where that was the only, you know, reason they were a character was to marry this prince. Um, mm-hmm. I did appreciate that, and I thought that was a fun thing to poke fun at. Uh, and then I, you know, the fact that, that that's not actually how it turns out for Anna and Elsa. Well, for Elsa, that's not even, like, a thing. Which is also nice. It's like, mm-hmm. for once, there's not a female character where, like, that's her sole objective is to find a, a man love interest. Mm-hmm. It's to reconnect with my sister and my family and not be afraid to be who I really am. Yeah. Which is awesome. And yeah. did you think um, Kristoff was going to end up with Elsa? No. Or did you just not cause... know which way it was going to go either way? I kind of had a feeling Kristoff was going to end up with Anna. Honest to God, just because of all the stills I had seen of the two of them. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, clearly they're going to end. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be a couple. And I was even surprised when that, like, I didn't see him. Like, I know you see him as a kid when he when he's little in the first few scenes. But mm-hmm. I was sort of like, who's this Hans guy? Like, I didn't. Right. Like, that I was more confused by. I'm like, huh? like where's this other guy? <laughs> I'm like, where's Kristoff? Because I know he's supposed to be a main character. So mm-hmm. I think just the visual cue that I had going into this, I was like, I know that they're going to end up together. Mm. It's just a matter of when in the movie. Yeah, that makes sense that like you would go into it like that. I remember being like, I, I don't know if I like wanted, if that was, I was like, you know, thinking about it in the typical like Disney princess way where like when I first watched it, I was like, oh, like, Elsa, like, should get the guy. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. And then, but certain things they were saying, like, he was like, you know, we see him as a kid, and he loves, it's so stupid, but it's like, he loves ice, right? And then he, like, he's, like, you know, braving the storm, and he, like, is, like, gonna cry because the castle she made is so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, that would be cute. And then I'm like, no, he just likes ice. Like, that's... I was, like, basing my whole, like, the rest of the movie on, like, the fact that they, like, I was, like, they would be cute because they, like, ice together. Like, what? But that's a good, like, connection to make. Like, that, hearing you say that makes sense. And I wonder if that's intentional. They, like, want to make you think that. And then it's actually. Yeah. Because they really, at the end, like pull the rug out from under like you're kind of like I still don't really know like where this is going and um especially in terms of like the love interests and and all that and like yeah you kind of still think like Anna might end up with the other guy or like I don't know but it's just sort of interesting the way they yeah no that I definitely that was some good storytelling, I thought, in just terms of, like, keeping the audience on their toes. Even though, like I said before, like, I knew at some point Anna mm-hmm. and him were gonna... Even if it was, like, at first they're together and then they're not. Mm-hmm. I just... Again, from all, like, the visuals before right. seeing this movie, I was like, they have to have some kind of connection. Even if it's just friendship. But, um... I was surprised at how long they kept the charade, more or less, going with Hans... Mm-hmm. Um, which was impressive, I thought, from, like, a storytelling point of view. And just, like, again, like, that's, you know, 
smart, you know, clever to make that change. Yeah. Let me know if you have any other things. My like next question was just going to be also knowing what you said about um, let it go and Mm. wanting to get into that. Um, Yeah. Was there any um, knowing that this is a musical, was there any songs that you loved, hated, or just were confused by? (laughs) I, I think, yeah, let's just, let's get into Let It Go. Um, Because that, yeah, I mean, clearly that song is the, like, the movie revolves around that song. Yeah. Even just from what you said earlier about them literally rewriting the movie because of it. So I think that speaks to its power and impact. Um, Again, I definitely appreciate the song more. I don't love it, but it, it's less annoying. It's less ridiculous and just makes sense watching the movie. Like if I'm going to hear this song, I want to hear it because I'm watching this movie, mm-hmm. not because some tween on TikTok is singing it or <laughs> um, some kid I'm babysitting is trying to sing along, even though that kind of seems cute. You get my point. It's just, I want to hear it from, the person who recorded it, who um, I don't want to pull a John Travolta and fuck up her name, but Adina Menzel. Thank you. <laughs> her voice really used to irk me. And watching this movie, I actually really appreciate her voice. It's actually great. And like, duh, of course, everybody knew that already. I'm just late to the game. Yeah, watching this movie and hearing her sing, especially Let It Go, it's like, yeah, this is, she's got an amazing voice. Yeah. So just that's my take on Let It Go. It's it's annoying because it became so overplayed and everybody was singing it and making parodies. Mm-hmm. And it was just too much. But in the movie, sung by Menzel, it is pretty powerful and amazing. Mm-hmm. I have to admit. And I think, sorry, this just occurred to me when um, we were talking about the song and um, also like before how you were mentioning like, you were looking for like other metaphors or things for Elsa's powers. Um, I think specifically with that song um, and the fact that like she doesn't really end up with anyone later, um, there was all the sort of speculation going into Frozen 2, I think, where they were like, oh, are they going to like kind of make the first queer Disney princess? Like is Elsa... I get like is she a lesbian like what you know people oh. were like what what is she um and she I haven't heard this take before this is interesting yeah everyone was like I mean they kind of like again don't really address it in the next one um which is fine like you don't need to she doesn't need to end up with anybody but I think like with that song and it was like this thing that she was holding in and then she like lets it out it's like coming out almost and like that was sort of where people were like identifying with it. I just, I remember a lot of people identifying with it in terms of like, Oh, she's like, this is her like coming out moment. She's like, like conceal it. Don't feel it. Like don't show your, like, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff is very much like messaging where like a lot of, um, queer LGBTQIA plus like, uh people in that community are that's like the messaging that like 
society's like the pressures like putting on them either like you know you know don't show it or whatever um so I think that just I just I just wanted to bring that up in terms of like I wondered if you thought about that or um notice that because I think why so many people identified with that song was because of like that kind of like messaging of like embracing your like yourself basically interpretation of the of the message yeah yeah and they were like I, it's obviously they yeah who knows what their real intentions were. and like and like they were just writing a fun movie and whatever but um it's just interesting to hear like what other what you know people think about it no for sure and I kind of feel like I didn't do my homework enough because I no, hadn't realized <laughs> that that reading of it but that makes a lot of sense um that definitely I definitely get that. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get that impression. I didn't read it that way watching the movie. Maybe I was reading it a little too literally. Um, I mean, I don't know if I did the first time either, to be fair. Mm. I think it was like, again, through multiple watches and like also just being, because I'd seen it like receptive to like the discussion people were having about it. Right. I think like, I was like, oh, yeah, that that could make sense. But don't, like, I don't know if I picked up on it either the first time. Mm. Okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> or maybe we're just both, like, <laughs> we gotta, like, wake up. <laughs> maybe that, too. Um, uh, I mean, to be honest, nothing really stuck out to me song-wise other than Do You Want a Little Snowman? But that's because that's just, like, the refrain throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of annoying, but it is cute in the context that it's used. And like, I found myself getting kind of choked up at some points. I mean, it's like, so I'm just it's like, a really, this is a really cute message. Like, do you want a little snowman? Could be, do you want to go play? Do you want to spend time together? Do you want to, like, yeah. be sisters? And, like it just it again like you could read it in different ways um just like let it go and so even though it's kind of annoying cuz it's just sung a lot and again it was sung so much by other people outside of the movie in the movie mm-hmm. especially when they're little like it's really cute and i i found myself very endeared by it yeah i mean i do every time every time that song comes out i'm like oh like i just want to like <laughs> hug a teddy bear like you're like oh my god this is so cute but also like it's taking it's like getting that message you know to the audience of like yeah they're sisters they like to play and like but then it's like through it it is so heartbreaking and sad because it's through the montage of like you know it's it starts when Elsa's like shutting Anna out and you're like oh my god like yeah. She just wants to build a snowman. You're like, what? Yeah. And then, the, like, the parents, and then you're just like, oh, gosh. Like, it's, I mean, the way it, the song by itself, like, out of context is, you know, cute, but just the way that it, like, aids the, in that storytelling specifically, right, right. I think, like, you can't really have one without the other. Like, they have to be together. Otherwise, like, you're right. It's going to be annoying. It's going to be like, what the fuck is this? Like, right. I mean, 
from what I can imagine. Yeah. Speaking of the parents, I wrote down in my notes here, locking Elsa away, or just, like, even when they, like, take her to the trolls in the beginning, it's, like, it reminded me of, like, super conservative parents who were, like, you're becoming a woman now and, like, we can't let you be corrupted or, you know, become sinful. Like, we must preserve so your innocence. Oh, my God. Again, I might be reading too much into this, but it just, it's, like, helicopter parents, ultra-conservative parents, and I don't mean that politically, I just mean, like, religiously and just socially, like, any kind of parental figure sheltering yeah. your kids so much from the outside world because of your own ignorance or your own fears, I thought, you know, honestly kind of shame on the parents for like essentially making what I thought Elsa feel like she's different in a bad way. Um, yeah. Like kind of manipulating her into thinking like, yeah, she's hurting her sister. Um, and like, she's a danger to her. Yeah. I mean, it also it's, it is so crazy. Cause that's like, who she becomes who she and that's like you know why they don't talk and and everything and it is so sad because you think like it's just so crazy on so many rewatches I'm like you know they go to the trolls (laughs) and the troll is like fear is your enemy and then immediately the dad is basically like stay afraid (laughs) like stay afraid (laughs) of this thing that you naturally have and stay afraid of everyone that, like, could figure this out. So that's not great. And, like, were you even listening to the Troll King, Dad? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like. <laughs> the Troll King. Yeah, I. Okay, but even that, it's like, okay, are her powers, like, a metaphor? Okay, this podcast, I'm not trying to turn it into Avril tries to make a metaphor out of Elsa's powers. But. You could make the argument that maybe her powers are a metaphor for her sexuality. And her that's parents are like, a good, yeah, that's totally We don't sense. want you being curious, playing around with them at all. So we're going to lock you away. Be afraid of what you have inside of you. Be afraid of what you're feeling. And it's so awful. It's like, lock it up. It's, and, and it sucks because then they die. But then, yeah. you know, they've, like, fostered this, like, deep, deep sense of shame in this poor girl. Yeah. And you're like, this is, like, creating, like, obviously, in the movie that they ended up writing, this girl doesn't, you know, become evil for it. But, like, you know, right. she internalizes this shame and, like, it, 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 it like, she thinks she's a monster. Like it's yeah. so sad. I haven't I haven't seen the show Wicked, but I know that Menzel I'm referring to her now by her last name because I can't pronounce her first name. <laughs> As somebody fine. with a unique first name, I should be able to do that and I just I don't want to screw it up, so out of my own pride I won't say it. But Menzel oh, played the wicked witch of the west right and wicked mm-hmm. yeah because the wicked witch of the east dies yeah okay anyway my point is that is the wicked witch I ha- I- yeah yeah i, I haven't saw, seen i only saw wicked once um and i do believe i think 
I'm forgetting. Yeah, I don't think the Wicked Witch of the East is, like, around in that. I honestly don't remember. I don't think so. I think she dies in the beginning, and that's what prompts all of the things to happen in Wizard of Oz. Anyway, my point is just that. Isn't the whole point of Wicked, it's told through the Wicked Witch of the West's point of view, that it's not, it's like this, it's turn on... Well, it's not just one side is bad, one side is good. It's you get a different perspective, you get a different understanding, uh, a a rereading or a different reading of how the story actually plays out because it's done through the Wicked Witch of the West, who, when we see Wizard of Oz, is just this evil, dark, sinful. Wow, I'm using all the wrong adjectives here. I just mean to say Elsa and Wicked Witch of the West, both played by Menzel, I think are like cast out by society, by parents, and are made to feel ashamed and fearful and through that embrace it and then try Mm -hmm. to become empowered by it. Is that wrong to say? No. And that's actually really, I like never even thought about it like that, but you're definitely right. I think I'm trying to remember in Wicked, but you're right. Like in Wicked, um, uh, I actually don't even remember like the witch's name. Like that's terrible, but I don't even, basically it's Glenda and someone who is the other girl. Yeah. Adina Menzel, i.e. the Wicked Witch of the West. Basically, She's green, like, but they go into, like, they they figure out why. But basically, like, she grows up green, and, like, that is, like, her shame. That's her people, you know, whatever. Oh. And, you know, she has all these other qualities that are, like, different from other people. And, yeah, a lot of people, like, shame her for that and, you know, cast her out, like, of the magical world i'm trying to remember it but all i but yeah it's pretty similar actually good like observation in that like they're both well one they're both played by Tina menzel but two they both like and i'm sure we could pick out so many other characters that have this like where you know they just have a thing that makes them them and then like people shame them for it and like also unfortunately that happens like all too often and like just it's like become like a everyday situation where not only like family or friends are trying to shame this or, or like you know I say friends maybe in like quotation marks because like if your friends are trying to shame you about something they're not really your friends um right but and like it's hard you know to go through if your family's doing that but I also think like this is getting way off top, kind of off topic, but like with social media too, like it's like everyone's shaming everyone about something. Everyone's got to like point the finger and like say something. And like, we're like creating this culture of deep shame in so many people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard enough being, you know, shamed by people, you know, and then like, you know, you're being shamed by like all these fucking strangers. Like it's terrible. It's that's crazy. No, that's a really good point, too, that one could argue, well, 
again, I'm not trying to make this into a podcast where Avril reaches for things that aren't there. No, they are there. It, it could be, but, you could take whatever you want from it. Don't. <laughs> that's true. I just, I think, I think there's a lot of content out there right now that's maybe a reaction to this culture of shame that we've cultivated, unfortunately. Um, or at least you can read a lot of different content like this movie as a reaction to this culture of shame that we live in, that we partake in, uh, or we uh, are victims of. Um, yeah. And I think, though, it's interesting, because this was in 2013, and, like, yeah, it was still... Like, Instagram was, like, becoming It, it wasn't huge. even what it is... Yeah, it's, I'm, it was I'm becoming trying to, like, big. It wasn't even what it is now, so it's... Yeah. It's... It was almost like a pre pre reaction what word am I looking for um it was like a foreshadowing or like I don't know maybe they were picking up I mean they were just picking up on things that had been you know culturally happening for a really long time but um I do think yeah it's definitely gotten a lot worse with social media and then I think back to like the does it hold up thing um yeah I think I agree with you it like does hold up in some ways in most ways and I I think the main reason why it like might not pass right now is because it's like it's it's a cartoon so like they can like design any characters they want and like they decided to like right do all white people <laughs> like right. When, you know. And it's like, again, if you're making it, I think maybe that's something I would nitpick about the movie. It's like, clearly you were inspired by, like, Nordic cultures. Again, mm-hmm. everybody's name seems to be of Scandinavian origin. It takes place in a cold climate area. Mm-hmm. I think they should have leaned into that a little bit more and, like, made it like a brave like she is in Scotland. She is a princess of a Scottish king. Like mm. go full bore there because then making all of your characters white makes sense if it's in Sweden or Norway or Denmark, Finland, whatever. I don't think Finland's a part of Scandinavia, but you get my point. Mhm. They I think do that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, I was just going to say in Frozen 2 they like try to kind of lean into it but from like they try to add they do have a couple of people of color or I think like one um person of color like character mm. and he's like this war general and then they have um they kind of try to lean into like almost like what I would call the like indigenous peoples of the area mm. um which like they I mean you know Things are changing with the times and they like, I don't, I'm not saying that they added those people just for those reasons. Like there were story reasons, whatever. Um, so they, you know, started to lean into those things in Frozen 2 a little bit. Um, okay. But yeah, I could see what you're saying. Like it's, it's still like, yes, it was 2013. We can like make all the excuses we want, but it's like. Yeah, they could have done better, you know? No, they totally could have. And I think that's just, that's something that irks me. It's like, just, because then it's like, well, and maybe that's the whole point. Like, it's not supposed to be any one place. It's just a magical place. 
Yeah. Like, what is it? Adri- Adriella? Arendelle? Adriana? Arend- wow. <laughs> Arendelle. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the city, the town, the, the area, yeah, it's clearly made up, but, like, I don't know, to me, that could just make it more... Not even like it should be like we get a pass. It's like that just makes sense if you're if it's taking place in a in a place like Norway, like based off of some like Norwegian folktale, mm-hmm. um, because then that make makes sense because most people in Norway are white, mm-hmm. and from that time period wherever if it's a folktale, then I doubt there are going to be any people of color in that area at that time. However. If you are being this creative and imaginative, and it is made up, then it doesn't matter. Because it could be anybody looking like anything, because it's just all magic. <laughs> it's all made up. Yeah, so, like, that's true. It's like none of the villagers are, or like none of the people at the ball from other nations are. Like, right. all of these things where you're like, even if you, for some reason, needed this fucking nation to be like, like you know, Norway. <laughs> like, right. what about all the other people <laughs> that right. aren't from here? <laughs> um, yeah, so in Frozen 2, like, Sterling K. Brown does play um, the, like, one okay. character of color. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, but I don't know. I, you know, we're also two, like, white girls talking about this, so it's... We're just acknowledging that, but, um, yeah, yeah, and we weren't on the casting or creation of it, but, um, yeah, it's like, so we're in, not that, in that way, in that way, like, definitely was, could have been really easy for them to do better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, well, it just, again, you can go down a rabbit hole there, but it's like, if she's got powers that just never get explained. Right. If the universe then... is, like, not this world anyway. Then, like, why does why? her sister need to be white, too? Like, like, just, yeah, it's kind of like, if you're going to put one thing out the door, everything has got to be out the door. Yeah. I, um, yeah, they should start making more movies like that. No, like, where, like, everything, it's like, everything should just be thought of as, like, let's go into this thinking, like, we're casting a Hamilton. Like, if, yeah, if one thing casting. is this, if one thing is this, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah. You know, like, and like, not to make it like token, like, you don't want to have tokenism in, even in an animated movie because that's one could argue just as bad. But yeah, it's like if everything is made up, then like, go fucking crazy. Like, who yeah. cares? It's a story about a snow queen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who like shoots ice from her fingers. Right? It's like, that's not something people are going to be like, well, uh, I didn't understand why not everybody was the same race or the yeah. same sexuality. Like, come on. I mean, it's actually funny. I'm, like, thinking about, like, so many, like, Disney princess movies. And, like, you know, the only... I mean, I guess there's... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's, like, really only three. There's, like, Tiana from Princess and the Frog, who is yep. black. And yep. there's... um. Mulan, who's Asian, and Jasmine, who's Indian. So, like, and there's technically, um, well, if you count Pixar, Moana. Oh wait, is that okay? That is that straight up Pixar? I like forget. It is straight. Yeah, it's Pixar. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um. 
I forgot. I totally forgot what point I was making. Oh, oh, sorry. I no, no. I, I, I just remembered it again. Um, yeah. If you like look at so many of the like classic movies, they are all about like you know this magic and it's like fantasy and like the Little Mermaid. Like she's a mermaid. Like right. it's like that's not real anyway. So <laughs> and I, and then I was just thinking like you know of the you know minor three or four uh princesses that are of color like Tiana is like in a world I mean well I guess she gets turned into a rock but I was just saying like her world wow I was gonna make a point that there's like her world is the most realistic and then I like forgot about the part where she turns into a rock (laughs) never mind (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I guess like yeah it's like they, but I feel like with that, they, like, just went, like, they were like, okay, she's turned into a frog. Yeah, the alligator can talk, too. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I um, mean, no, but I get your point. It's like, um, yeah, there's fantastical elements, I would argue, more often than not in all of these Disney movies. And it's sort of hard to hold people of that time to that to to our standard now when it comes to representation and presentation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you then think, like, well, you were making this up. It was about this magical thing. Yeah. Then why did these other characteristics or aspects so much reflect the real world? Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't those things go out the window when this other stuff did? Yeah. And I think it's because, like, white people are making it. And then, like... Right white is like the default so it wasn't even like they like thought about yeah it wasn't even a question it wasn't even like they thought oh let's make her white it was just like not even a question so right Right. that's definitely something that like everyone needs to like be aware of going forward in like just every industry in terms of you know hiring or I, i mean i'm just talking from also like um I guess I'm talking to the audience now. I'm because Avril knows this. Um, I'm in the advertising industry, so I'm thinking about it in terms of like writing commercials, casting commercials, hiring VO people, like all, all of that stuff. It's like the default shouldn't be white people. Like, yeah. Like let's just like we need to like retrain our brains to be like, hey, why yes. is why why is it like this? And if there's not a good reason for it, then like. I don't even, I can't even think of a good reason for it, but like, you know, I don't know. I, no, I totally agree. And I think everybody needs to be checking their racial biases. Yeah. Will everybody know, but you should. Yeah. And this is definitely something we'll talk about, if not in every movie we review, most. Yeah, we definitely have other movies coming up, you guys, where we can will definitely be like diving into these issues. I'm yeah. you know, supposed to be watching I'm getting my list. Um I'm supposed to be watching us, I think in a few weeks and um we're also watching um I don't have my list. I can't see the list. Sorry. Um can, but yeah, I we're going to we're going to have many other movies that um go into this stuff. Much more than like Frozen. But I think it's important to talk about even in a light 
movie like Frozen where it's like, oh, nobody cares. Like, it's a cartoon about whatever. But like, no, like this is where this is also where we need representation. Like, it's, it's right. just, yeah. Like, I think it is important to talk about for stuff like this, too. Well, especially if it is a movie aimed at kids who are young yeah. and their minds are moldable. Yeah. Not malleable. Maybe both. Moldable. Both? Their mm-hmm. minds are like sponges. They absorb everything. And they... One... I would... I think you could argue children are going to be more accepting. They're... Because they're learning. Because they're they're new to a lot of stuff in the world. If they see that, they're not going to question it. Or if they mm-hmm. do question it, it's going to come from a place of true curiosity and earnestness. Um, not from not mal you know bad intention or um bigotry mm-hmm. um so it's like why not send out a great message and visual to a younger audience who will absorb this and then that becomes the norm because you're just seeing it all the time and you eventually don't need to question it because it's just it is and then you see that reflected in your life you see that mm-hmm. going outside your friends at school, your colleagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Did you like the song about summer? The summer song? I can't remember. I think it's called In Summer. It's escaping me now, so that probably shows that it didn't really have an impact on me. It's Olaf's song. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, it's like talking I- about melting. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> I I didn't write any notes down, but yeah. I mean, it's I mean, kind of so stupid, but I just... Oh, sometimes you just need lighter things in life, and that song just makes me smile. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, Olaf was just a joy. He was true bumbling buff, buff, buffonery? Buffoonery? Buffoonery? Yeah, Buffoonery, kinda. yeah. Um, in a lovable way. Yeah. I, yeah, he was a gem. I just, yeah, I think the he was probably, like, the funniest part of that movie. And, like, on, yeah. honestly, they wrote a lot of funny, relatable dialogue for Anna that I was like, oh, my God, this princess is so funny. Like, just even from, like, her, one of her first songs, like, how she's, like, talking about maybe I'll meet the prince and whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, but I want to, like, eat all this chocolate. And I'm, like, really nervous. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just I think, think things like that, like, bring it, like you were saying earlier, like, make it self-aware and bring it kind of, like, back to reality. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is, like, a modern right, way of doing this. Well, again, I think that goes back to our original, or, like, one of the first questions is, like, does it hold up? And I think, yeah, it. these princesses are more relatable than princesses past. Mm-hmm. maybe it's just because it's the time we're living in. And so they're tailoring the dialogue to be specific to this day and age. But yeah. I found Anna and Elsa to be much more human like, even though Elsa has these powers than any mm-hmm. of the other princesses from, you know, decades past. And all of them are supposed to be human or human partly human, I guess, 
Deacon Gall, yeah, the mermaid yeah. in Little Mermaid. <laughs> She's a human to an extent. Um, she actually becomes a human at the end. She like right. gives up being she's a like mermaid. Half, she's a mer- mermaid. A mermaid. Um, no, sorry. <laughs> um, well, just things like that. They're subtle, yet again, I appreciate them because it's there's just more. It's more realistic. I agree with your point, and I think it adds to the the how it's going to age well mm-hmm. as a movie. Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know if I had any other major questions for you, unless you had, like, certain scenes you'd wanted to talk about. But I feel like we did cover a lot. We covered a lot of songs. We covered a lot of themes, metaphors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we dug deep. I think, I'm sure there's articles like, a feminist reading of Frozen, or... A queer reading of Frozen, but we're not that podcast. We're not going to do that kind. Like we can dip our toe in that pool, but I don't think mm-hmm. we can do like a full on headfirst dive in. Yeah. Um. Again, it's like this was kind of just for us. Yeah. You know, if anyone ever listens to this in the future, that's like amazing because. We, like, didn't even know that that could ever happen. So, yay, if (laughs) you're listening and if this gets out. But, um, yeah, this is, like, kind of our first round for this just for us. Um, And I had a blast. Like, I'm excited for, like, the other movies. Me too. We have a a list of the first ten. Just a quick preview of of what's to come. So... I think the order we're going to do them in is... Alright, so, obviously this episode we did Frozen. Next time we're going to do Karate Kid, which is a movie Haley's never seen. I'm so excited. And also it's like, just one of those movies where, like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the whole podcast. But, like, why haven't I seen that yet? I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. (laughs) That's sort of how I feel knowing you loved The Outsiders, which I love too. I and know, and I recently Johnny... just so I recently just watched My Cousin Vinny, and I'm like, Ugh. how cute is Ralph Macchio? So, like, he's so, so cute. cute. He's so cute in this movie too. You're gonna appreciate him even more. Also, I just need to s- sidebar about My Cousin Vinny for one second. Marissa Tomei is one fantastic in that movie, but two way too young for. Um, yeah. Why am I blanking on his name? I Joe wanted Pesci. to say Danny DeVito and I know it wasn't. Yes, Joe Pesci. Um, yeah, anyway, I was like, love her and love him. But I was like, why? Like, yeah, that came out one year after Home Alone. Like, why would they? Anyway, sorry, I just had a bone to pick with that. But yeah, I was like, oh, Ralph Macchio. Forgot how cute he was. Anyway. Yeah, super cute. And that's such a great movie, My Cousin Vinny. Like, it's pretty great. Solid. Um, and then after Karate Kid, we're going to do Star Wars 4, A New Hope, because I've never seen that movie. Yeah, we're going to Everybody... do... Sorry, I need to say... Okay, so we're going to do Star Wars Episode 4, because basically, really the Episode 1, um, A New Hope, Avril's never seen it. Yes, everybody so each hold week, your... each week we're alternating, in case we, we haven't alter- made that clear yes. anyway already yes um 
So like already we've got some franchises in there, but we're going to change it up because after I watch Star Wars for the first time, Haley's going to watch us. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to watch In the Mood for Love. Then she's going to watch Do the Right Thing. Then I'm going to watch The Room. Then you're going to oh, watch Mission, Im- Mission, <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yay. Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging I'm going to watch. <laughs> and then you're going to watch Alien and that might end the year. Yeah. That, oh my God. That's so crazy. Um, God, we're thinking of, of putting out enough. episodes every two weeks. Um, this is our first one, obviously, if you hadn't heard that for the fifth time. Um, <laughs> they really need to know like give well, us a break whoever is might first be listening <laughs> um well we might change that that um publishing date because we're still figuring out a lot of things with this podcast so uh don't hold your breath on that but point is good discussions are yet to come a lot of good stuff to see and i'm really looking forward to discussing all of the stuff Yeah, we're so excited to do this. And again, about the list, like we wanted to have fun, you know, talking about all these different movies that we love and like would love to talk about with each other because, you know, we love each other when we've known each other for so long. But Mm -hmm. um, we also think it's just funny to like hear new takes on or fresh takes on old movies or classic movies. And yeah. yeah, the original idea initially stemmed from, you know, big cult classics and things like that. But we were also realizing, like, you know, there's so many um, really well-known or just really fantastic um, films in just many industries, many genres, um, new movies, old movies, franchises, um, you know, independent films. So we kind of tried to pull a bunch of different things um just so everyone kind of knows like why we're not you know going down the list and picking like jaws (laughs) or like or just or just things where you know we're trying to be aware also that you know the classics are classic and they're great and some of those are going to be in here but also like we want to make room for new classics we want to like make sure we're talking about newer movies And, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, you could ask me, why haven't you seen Jaws yet, even though I have. But, like, but you could, you know, it's the same question about, like, why haven't I seen Us yet? Like, you know, and that's more recent. So, anyway, I'm going on a tangent. But um, we really wanted to mix it up and not just do, like, top, (laughs) you know, 100 movies of all time. And also, like, get different directors, get people of color like in casts and in directors and like women and just kind of like mix it up and so we started with a cartoon <laughs> also yeah we want to keep people on their toes and it's a pandemic if uh you uh weren't aware which i'm sure everybody listening to this uh are i'm sure well aware like we all could use a bit of a break um if not physically well obviously physically from this but that remains to be seen if not then uh, emotionally so you know for our own sanity this is again uh, a passion project a labor of love that you know mm-hmm. something like frozen is fun to watch and fun to talk about and is an escape for two plus hours 
yeah. for us and we hope for you to just not think about how cruel and awful the world can be sometimes. Yeah. This hopefully can be a little bit of a respite or break um, from that. Um, and, you know, sometimes we might bring a little bit of the real world into here. We're not trying to, you know, pretend these things aren't happening. But, um, right. yeah, again, it's like, who doesn't love talking about movies? And also, we're all in quarantine. So, or you should be. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, we were just like, we have so much time to watch movies. Let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess all that's left is um, saying, again, thank you to whoever's listening. <laughs> Um, remember we're all in this together. Um, stay safe, wear a mask, and we love you guys. And I love Avril. <laughs> we sure do, and I love you, Tino. All right. Okay. Until Yay. next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye, everybody.